it's Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. And both of us are drinking just water and stuff because it's too damn hot. I decided earlier. Oh, yeah. I had, oh, I had a sparkling beverage that had alcohol in it because Sean and I were trying to branch out because I <laughs> now have to eat gluten-free and everything. And I was, he was like, well, you can't have beer for the most part. So let's find you something. And so he bought like, they're like this new trendy thing of sparkling water with alcohol in it. <laughs> it is not that great tasting. Like and those, uh, what are they called? The claw? Those claw drinks. Mm. They're, like, super popular. I don't know. It didn't taste very great. It was, like, weirdly watered-down berry drink, because I got the mojito one. and White Claw. White Claw. Hmm. You've never heard of these? They're so popular. I don't drink in public, dude. Like, ever. No, they're just, like, oh. on TV, like, everywhere. Oh. Oh. They're like, I don't know why. I tried one. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was, like, weirdly watered down. I don't like LaCroix and that stuff either, though. Oh, it tasted like, the alcohol kind of tasted like malt alcohol, and I was like, this is going to give me a headache, and sure enough, it did, and then I immediately fell asleep, (laughs) and I woke up with still a bit of a headache, and I'm like, damn it. Mm. So I had some alcohol earlier, and instead I'm drinking my freshly made juice with our juicer. I have nothing. I drank it all before I came in here, Mm. and then I had... Veggie poofs. Mistake. Dude, that, those are delicious, but they make me thirsty. Uh, they just make me want to keep eating. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I have to be careful with those because I'll eat good. the whole bag. They good. Delicious. Mm-hmm. So I have news. Okay. Do you have news? I have news. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about my news. Um, okay. Every year in the city, this is kind of like almost like an Atlas Obscura kind of thing, but... I found it on a news site, so it counts as news, right? Yes. Uh, the city of Lopburi in central Thailand. Nailed it. Yep. Goes to the monkeys on the last Sunday of November. So everybody, we got to remember to celebrate this on the last Sunday. <laughs> uh, residents host a feast exclusively for 3,000 long-tailed macaques, which are monkeys. That's fine. Uh, serving massive towers of colorful fruit and vegetables, as well as just about every sweet you can imagine, the festival is held as a thank you from the locals to the monkeys for attracting tourists to their cities. However, the roots must uh, uh, run a lot deeper than just gratitude. But, yeah, I just thought it was really cool because they have a feast for their monkeys and... um, Monkey Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's Monkey Thanksgiving. And I'm going to show you a little picture. It's like they have, they set it up in like the most beautiful way. Um, I don't know if you can see that very clearly, but there's like a tower and like like a whole, like, you know how they have like balloon arches? Yeah. They make like balloon arches, but of fruit. That's so cute. Thousands of macaques that are just, they, they come and they run to the temple and they just eat everything and everybody gets to take lots of pictures. And I want to go to this so badly. I'm into it. I want to go. I've always wanted to go to Thailand anyway, but I just would love this even more. I'm into it. But they do also feed them, them. like, junk food. Like, 
like sticky rice and pastries and desserts. (laughs) And they even give them soda, which I'm like, no. No. (laughs) They have a lot of fun getting to be little people for the day. Which makes me happy. Just needed some happiness. I'm into it. We need to go. I would love that. I'd probably cry. I would definitely cry. Especially (laughs) if like a monkey touched me or something, I would cry. I want it to happen. (laughs) (laughs) When I was in England years ago, there was, um, I don't know what the hell the park is called. It's probably some famous park and I'm shaming all of our friends by not remembering. But there's like this park that's right near Buckingham Palace. And all of these squirrels are just super used to people like feeding them nuts and stuff. And like just being friends. So I had a squirrel crawl on my leg and I got really excited. (gasps) I like almost cried because i was like i can't take him with me why can't i take him i love him so much he was my friend i want that and it's heaven i remember once i had an encounter with a squirrel and it was a long time ago it was when i was living at my parents and my cat m was on my bed Mm -hmm. i think we were right in front of the window and we were both just like having a moment like gazing out of it (laughs) Like, not talking, just gazing. And then (laughs) out of nowhere, nowhere, a squirrel, like, all fours, like, splayed out, out of nowhere, just jump and stuck to the screen and (gasps) stayed. (laughs) We were like, what just happened? Oh, I would love that. It was so funny. (laughs) And all of us were like, what do we do? (laughs) Oh, little guy. And by all of us, I mean me and my cat and the squirrel. <laughs> I have a picture of it. I ended up being able to pull my phone out and snap it. And M, my cat, was just like, is there a squirrel there now? And he stayed for like a few minutes. It was so awkward. <laughs> oh, I love that. It was a big squirrel, too. It was huge. I love that. My cat does that on our screens, which is why we had to replace all of our screens with pet screen because she gets so excited about <laughs> stuff outside. Like, especially when it rains, she's just like, Ugh, and she like grabs on and she'll jump like five feet in the air and just smack herself right into the freaking window. <laughs> That's awesome. I think I That's what the did. Her. I think I have a picture of her doing it. A couple of pictures. That's amazing. I'll see if I can find mine. It was weird. It was just out of, you I don't know where he came from because he, you couldn't see him. I was going to say, you didn't, ha- I don't remember you having attached. like a tree outside of your window. Mm, yeah, I used to, but mm. I don't know. I don't know where he came from. <laughs> <laughs> he I was running squirrels. from the law. <laughs> <laughs> they can't catch me here. <laughs> <laughs> I love squirrels. Me too. They're good guys. I love them. Okay. Your news okay. time. Have you heard about the gel-like substance they found on the moon? And it's not the tardigrades that landed there? No. <laughs> they found a gel-like substance on the moon. Yeah. So your nightmare has come to life? Ugh, I don't know. If it moves, I guess, yeah. Uh, China's U... I hate that it's called U-2 number two lunar rover. Ugh. I'm sure that has a meaning, but it makes me think of U2 as a band. I, I really don't, don't like U2. I do not These like Bono. Awful. We have opinions, and they are the correct ones. Yeah. <laughs> and they're passionate. 
<laughs> okay, gel-like substance. So are they gonna? Is so it yeah, gonna come the, down in China. Probably China's mm. rover has discovered a strange gel-like substance on the dark side of the moon. I didn't know that China had a rover on the moon. Yeah, who knew? I feel Apparently like been there a long the time. moon is America's, and that's all we know. And they need to, they <laughs> need to get that's, off. That's all I know, <laughs> that we had landed on the moon, and that's it. I don't know anything about space, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it says the rover launched <laughs> as part of the Chang'e 4 mission, which okay. has uh, been on the moon since January. It has meant you to, too. Uh, <laughs> is the first robot to ever explore the moon's far side and mm. has previously discovered that the composition of the moon's surface is different to what scientists expected. So it is cheese. Ah, oh, gel cheese. Now <laughs> the rover has also discovered a substance in a crater during an exploration activity. Mm. Yu Tianyi, a team member on Earth, was reviewing Im- images taken by the rover when the material was discovered. Um, the rover had been due to move on, but the team instead decided to examine the substance further. Um, they described the material's shape and color as significantly different from the surrounding lunar soil. Uh-oh. Unlikely. They haven't shared any images of it. Um, they what? did Lame. share an image from the rover heading into the crater to take a sample of it. Hmm. Um, one theory is... It's like something to do with a meteor that hit. Yeah. And it had something on it, maybe. I don't know. Well, I watched a really horrible horror movie because that's what I do. And I don't even remember the title of it, but these (laughs) astronauts go to the moon in the 60s. Actually, was it supposed to be Buzz Aldrin? I don't even remember who the hell it was. Um, But they land on the moon and they find that the Russians, I think, they find like a Russian landing crew as well but they're all dead and they find their little lander thing like near this crevasse thing crevasse <laughs> and they go down into the crevasse and there are little alien monster things but they're not they look like rock rock crabs oh cute the moon has <laughs> crabs but they look like rocks they disguise themselves as rocks them. yeah. americans <laughs> No, the Russians actually gave it to the moon, and then we contracted it. Ooh. Yeah. Awkward. I know. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called at you all. You ever see that movie, The Moon, with Sam Rockwell? Of course. It's Sam Rockwell. I watch everything that he's in. Me too. Me too. Same is. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. That was weird. It was weird. But it's okay. What was the other one with Cillian Murphy, too? He did a movie. Sunshine. Moon one. Yeah, I think I liked that, but I felt really sad after. Uh, I think Is the that moon, accurate? I think moon, the moon made me more sad. That I one think I more felt sad. more just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and isn't Kevin Spacey the voice of, like, the AI on the thing? Aww, pervert Kevin Spacey. I think that's why. It felt weird even then. <laughs> I just didn't know why. You're like, yet. oh, he's touching people. I can tell. Oh, gross. <laughs> this robot, the pervert. <laughs> How awful. He's stuck in space with his voice. Yeesh. <laughs> Kill the AI. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> he's worse than hell. 
<laughs> I'd rather hear nothing. <laughs> Just record yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have conversations with me. For sure. For sure. Good stuff. I like that. That's way better. Hmm. Okay. okay. I don't know how we even got here. I don't either. Now I'm just thinking about Sunshine. Who else was in that? Who was the girl? I don't know. Was he alone in it? No. Sunshine had had a crew. There were people, right? I think they had a crew. Didn't they they... have to deal with the sun? Do they bloop into the sun at the end? (laughs) I feel like the last shot's very bright, which leads me to believe they do. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Let's see who's in it. One can deduce. Oh, crap. Chris Evans is in it. Captain America Whoa, and Michelle Yeoh and Rose Byrne and oh wow other she pe- always looks hey sad. Benedict Wong is in it and Mark Strong damn there's a I lot of people you're gonna say Cumberbatch no <laughs> Cumberbatch Cumberbatch are you Cumberbatch <laughs> I want to hear a dying robot say his name. <laughs> Oh, sunshine has nothing to do with the moon, so you're dumb. But it's space, and it's a thing floating in it. A team of international astronauts are sent on a dangerous mission to reignite the dying sun with a nuclear fission bomb in 2057. Uh, Great. I feel like I've seen the whole movie. (laughs) Done and done. Sunshine! (laughs) <laughs> Walking on sunshine. <laughs> that should have played during the credits after they all died. <laughs> that would have been funny. You know they all die. Uh, hey! All right now! <laughs> Still, I think one of my favorite space movies that's not alien or aliens is uh, Event Horizon. That's like my number one. It's so I messed don't up. Remember it. You really need to watch that. Well, that would be such a good like you me watch critique okay. movie. Okay. Okay. Favorite space movie? Rocket Man. Well, that's <laughs> obvious that it's the favorite. <laughs> We've already had like a fifteen minute diatribe about this in another episode. <laughs> and it probably wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> it never will be enough. <laughs> And we're not talking uh, about, like, the Rocketeer. We're or talk- the new one about Elton John. No. What? No. We're talking... It, like, came out a few Harlan, Harlan Williams. Magic. Going, going to Mars. Find it. It's probably on YouTube. Probably super easy <laughs> to find. I think I was, I was searching for it, and it actually like, cost money to watch. And I was oh. like... I think because it's a Disney movie. Oh, totally. Disney will rake in dough however mm-hmm. however they can. Yeah. No matter yeah. how lost the movie may be <laughs> to time. <laughs> oh, I love that movie so much. Me too. I miss it. I need to watch it. I feel like Sean would be super irritated with me if I made him watch it. Oh, man. No way. It's too good. It's too good. Oh, I, I love I did make him watch Tremors the other day because he hadn't mm. seen it in a while. So good. Wow. <laughs> so, so funny. Good. My so favorite funny. one is the second one. I don't remember why. Because but... the uh, super oaky gun-loving family, the the couple, 
Reba? Is it Reba? I was going to say, isn't Reba in the second one? Yeah. Well, she's in the first one. Reba. 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 <laughs> yeah. They go, they go bananas. And I think they are like the, or at least the husband is like the only super recurring character in all of the movies. Because there's like oh, and 12 friends. With the, uh, the crazy friend who has all the guns and. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, he, him. I love he's him. He's the guy. But I mean, he's my favorite. The survivalist. That's what he is. He's just the best. I just realized I forgot to turn on my salt lamp. Oh, there we go. Mm. Feel that energy. Ambiance. From that LED light. (laughs) (laughs) Glowing inside. Just like the sun. Mm. (laughs) Reignite it. (laughs) Just did. Okay. I hit the USB button. On my that little... was igniting it. You oh. need to reignite it. Okay, wait. With some turn... C4. That's <laughs> so drastic. Just a little tiny bit. <laughs> Got it. I'll remember that for next time. Okay, cool. Sorry, I don't. I didn't come prepared today. It's okay. Next time. Mm-hmm. Next time. Oh, something before we get started. Um, we discovered this amazing way for you to listen to us. And actually get paid for it, which is the weirdest thing I've ever heard of, but it actually is <laughs> legitimate. And it sounds cheesy and weird, but it's real. Podcoin. It actually pays you uh, to listen to podcasts. So you should trash all of your other apps <laughs> and start using Podcoin. Because, Throw C4 yeah. at your virtual apps. Reignite your passion for podcasts with some <laughs> C4 and Podcoin. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> But yeah, um, it actually pays you, and I think it pays you for like every minute or something. Like I don't, I don't remember the exact process, but it actually pays you um, in pod coins, and then you trade in those pod coins for gift cards, and you can get Amazon, Starbucks if that's your thing. You like burnt coffee, um, you know. Uh, I think I don't know if Steam has one, but there's there's a bunch of different retailers that you can get um, uh, gift cards for, and. Since you're already listening to podcasts anyway, why not get paid for it? It seems a little mm-hmm. silly not to do it. Because mama likes to go shopping. <laughs> so that's how I listen to my podcast. <laughs> Seriously, it's like it's silly not to. No, I agree. It's pretty cool. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I didn't either. So let's see. Amazon, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, if that's your thing. Google Play. Target. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or, I forgot, if you are well off, unlike me, but you still want to give, you want to get some some monies, you can actually give to causes with the money that you earn. They have That's End cool. World Hunger, Fight Global Warming, which we all really need, uh, Feed Rescued Animals, and mm. Child Abuse, Save the Rainforest. There's like all kinds of really cool stuff that you can actually give your money to. So, I like it. If you don't feel like holding on to it for yourself, give it away, which is really cool. I like it. I like it, too. So. I endorse this. Yeah. Clearly. Obviously. It's on our podcast. Well, I mean, we don't, we don't get money from you listening to us. That's. No. That's not what I'm trying to share. I'm just trying to share so that y'all get money. Why not? By listening to us, which is even better. So it's like a win-win. There's no losing Mm -hmm. here. <laughs> okay, shall we move on? Yes. Where to start? 
I don't know where to start. I just have so okay. Well, I tell just, them, tell everybody what I we're just talking have about. Things. I know. You know what I'm saying? No. Got that? Got. Thanks. All right. So we have watched Mind Hunter. If you have not watched Mind Hunter, binge watch. Yeah, binge. Well, it's hard to like stop once you start. Dude, it's so hard not to. I get really irritated with Sean when he falls asleep while I'm watching things because then I have to stop. Well, I mean, we get like six episodes in, and he's like, "Like, damn it, need more, need more, (laughs) sit all day." Uh, but if yeah. no one's seen Mindhunter, they should. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's on the second season. It's about two, well, three characters that are based on real life people. They've taken some liberties with certain aspects of their lives, I think, just to like zhoosh up the show a little, which is fine. It makes it more interesting. They've kind of turned some of the characters, like, I think the woman character is, like, a bunch of other people mushed into one person. She's one person, oh, but she's not a lesbian. Oh. She, uh, the way she got onto their team, she was more so asked. She wasn't kind of, like, just thrown in randomly. Mm. Like, they, she was a more important I think from the start, then they let on in the show. Well, that's nice. Thanks, um, and the lady who is in real life, the lady was like, I'm cool with it. It makes more interesting. She's like, I don't oh. care. I was like, she's cool. I like She her. seems pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> this is this is about how the FBI coined the term serial killer by speaking with, what's his face? I always forget his name. Kemper. Kemper. So like, Edmund Kemper. There's two guys. One's kind of like... He's a little bit older. The other one's younger. And together they start their own, eventually, like, own, I guess, branch of the FBI where they're allowed to go and speak with convicted serial killers in hopes to better understand why they kill and what their motivation is. Mm-hmm. In hopes to, yeah, then see if there's patterns and things that they can look for when they're trying to currently catch somebody. Yeah, so they can learn how they think. Seems to be a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, they want to learn how they think and why, yeah, like you said. Why why they they do do. what they do. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of these guys, when they murder them, or, or when they murder people, like, they have, like, mom issues or... They have things that, like, other ones have in common that they're kind of finding. Yeah, so the cool thing about this show is that it really illustrates everything that we now know today that this was how it was learned. Like, this mm-hmm. is why we know. And people know. thought they were crazy for social behavior Yeah, aimed at crazy killers. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool because everything that, you know, all your favorite true crime podcasts talk about, like, you know, they're like, oh, they had a really rough childhood being brought up that way. Well, we would have no never... No one thought to think like that. Yeah. <laughs> nobody would have known this had they not interviewed all of these killers. And that's when they mm. figured out. They're like, oh, well, these guys right. are... Then you can predict maybe what somebody's going to do. So if, if there's, like, things that are at a crime scene that indicate it was, like sexually motivated then maybe they're going to do abc because these are the ones that we've caught and did this or mm-hmm. the fact that um a lot of them divulge to them that they return to the 
scene of the crime mm-hmm. a lot because they like to relive it. So nobody knew that. So then that meant if they're trying to catch somebody, they could stake out spots where bodies were found. Yeah. Or they, they, would take, they would take trophies or something mm-hmm. and, you know, leave like little weird calling cards. And I mean, like the calling cards, obviously, that was something that they could find. But they would find out reasons why they would do why that. Why they did that. Yeah. yeah, what motivates them to want people to know it was them. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's totally crazy and interesting. Yeah, it's not a fast-paced show. So if the it's, it's definitely like a slow burn. So mm-hmm. if you're expecting action, that's not what you're going to find here. Go watch it's The Boys. It's still like a <laughs> – like, uh, it's still so good, though. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Um, so we just finished – season two and they focus on like the this season focuses more just on like one case so that's what we were going to talk about um it's about i can't believe i didn't know more about this guy considering how much coverage it got and how many people were killed like kids I cannot believe that I had never heard of this. And I I have a feeling that it's because the local government was really ashamed of it happening. Like, Atlanta did not want this to come out. <laughs> I think also it's partly, too, because Manson was just so blown out of proportion and was around, the, like, the same time. Seriously, I don't want to say, like, that what happened with the Manson family was not bad, but... It was just a spectacle. They were they were really theatrical about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had his family members, like, outside shaving their heads and crawling around and... Yeah. People... They, and they were drawing all kinds of attention and... to themselves, whereas this was so much bigger and so swept under the rug. It's so sad. Yeah. So the... I, I don't even know where to begin. This... You go. Oh, it's just the Atlanta child murders. So mm-hmm. there were 29 young black men, like young black kids, killed over a period of 22 months. So potentially more, lot. too. Like, they're not even sure on that number. Yeah. Like, just, but that's kind of the, it was in the 20s. But they were, I, I can't they remember were what young. They were so young. Like, some of them were, like, 7 and 8, and some of them were as old as, like, 14, 15, 16, I think. Yeah, 14 seemed to be, like, the the higher mm-hmm. limit for him, I suppose. I don't know. So, I can just read the first little part about him from sure. Wikipedia. Sure. Um, so, his name is Wayne... Uh, Bertram Williams. He was born in 1958. Um, he is very interesting. Yeah. I want to see interviews of him because I want to know, like, I'm sure the person who played him watched everything and that's how he probably is. But he was so, like, meek sounding. Yeah. But, like, a little bit of calculated. Feminine, but yeah. Not- like, he was smart. You could tell mm-hmm. he was very smart. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, and he's responsible for at least, they believe, 23 to 30 of the Atlanta murders from 1979 to 81. What's really weird about him in this case is that he was never convicted of any of the children. He killed two adults, and they were the only adults that he killed that they 
at least that they think that he killed. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what ended up getting him in jail. Yeah, they weren't able to actually convict him on the murders. So basically the murders of those children are are unsolved at this point. They're considered an unsolved case. So crazy, dude. It's crazy. So he was raised in Dixie Hills in Atlanta, Georgia, um, by both his parents. Um, They were teachers. Uh, Wayne graduated from Douglas High School and developed a keen interest in radio and journalism. He constructed his own uh, carrier current radio station and began frequenting stations um, that were local, where he befriended a number of the announcing crew, and then he started to dabble in trying to become a pop music producer and manager. So when Mindhunter introduces this, like, um, like introduces Atlanta and all of these murders, like, eventually the FBI gets involved and... It's just crazy because then they start doing, like, their profiling that we were talking about. And I I was so fascinated by the part where they were trying to see, like, who who is able to get these kids, because they're all African-American, like, into the car. Mm-hmm. And then they sent his, like, white uh, partner out. And, like, no kids would get in the car <laughs> with him because they immediately knew he was, like, shady or a cop they or something was up. They pervert weirdo. They're like, hey. <laughs> Yeah, no way. get out of like, here, no. weirdo. <laughs> and I think he even said he would give him money, and like they still wouldn't get in the car. And, and the they're like in a rough them. area, and it's like they would definitely want the money, even though I'm not getting in the car with you. And then the his other guy he works with, who's black, he the kids like they'll get in the car with a little bit of persuasion. Mm-hmm. So then they start to think like, oh well, it's got to be a black guy. He can't be that old, like in his twenties, because. That seems more, like, familial, I guess, for kids, probably. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't remember how he guessed that he had a dog. I can't remember why they thought he had a dog. Mm, they but I remember hairs. they did. They found hairs on the boy's body. Okay. Um. So, But before we go a little further, I just want to say the first two victims were two boys that they found. Um, one was 14. The other one was 13. Both of them had disappeared within four days of each other. So this guy was Crazy. working fast. He was working really fast. And then they were both found uh, dead in a lot beside each other on August 7th in 79. One was shot and the other one was strangled. Mm. And the authorities didn't really take the double murder too seriously because it was the 70s and they were black children in an area that they were like, eh. I yeah, mean, it's probably and KKK like a was thing. prevalent, and there was a lot of yep. The KKK was all over, like and the KKK was also in the police force, even though they were not supposed to be. And you know, they were like, "Oh no, we got rid of them, and we took care of that." But, uh. but um, the bodies continued to pile up, and then there were three more victims by the end of 1979. So, which totaled five by um, the end of the year in '79. And by the following summer in 1980, nine children had been killed. Oh, it's crazy. So he was what moving was really sad, fast. too, is, like, nobody was really investigating this is how they portrayed it. And yeah. from what I read, and it's just sad because all these people's kids are, I mean, it's a lot of kids. And the moms are just trying to get some kind of help. And so the mom, like, the, the show really did a good job of showing how the moms gather together and put together their own flyers had like vigils and like yeah they were organized i did also read that the 
families of the affected were not told before Mindhunter came out. They didn't even know that Mindhunter was focusing on them. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is kind of not awesome. Like, that's, yeah. that's not very cool. That's your life. That's your family. Those are your babies that are, you know, being talked about. I mean, obviously, they're not being talked about in a negative light, thank God. No. But it's still, you know, hard for mm -hmm. them. You know, they're just watching TV, mm -hmm. and then that pops up, and they're like, oh, I didn't want to mm -hmm. see that. No. Ugh, it's just crazy. It's crazy. So... I don't even know how they caught him was crazy. Yeah. I think. But every lead that they had turned up nothing for the local authorities. And it wasn't until the kidnapping and murder of a seven-year-old girl that the FBI finally stepped in. So that's when by late May of 81, 28 children and young people had been recovered from within the same geographic parameters. Some of them were in the river. Some of the bodies um, in the Chattahoochee River. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when the uh, police had decided to stake out bridges along the river because that was where, like, he had started just kind of leaving them, like, in places around the city. And then he moved to the river because he realized, because they had put stuff on the um, news that they were gathering evidence off of the bodies that were left around the city. So he was like, oh, if I dump them in the water... Then all the DNA or the, you know, the, the yeah. clues will disappear. So that's where they started staking out the river So spots. crazy to know that the person you're trying to catch is watching you. Oh, it's like so creepy. Like if you're doing an active case like that, that's crazy. And like, like he was actively like participating based off of things they said. Mm -hmm. He would then... Well, because Do he was something also, that involved what he saw on TV. He was like, also where a was photographer. Bodies. Yeah. So that's what's crazy. It's, it's said in the show that he, they found later that he had photographs and stuff of like crime scenes and things like before other people were there because he had his radio police like scanner and whatnot. So he always knew where they were going to be and uh what was being said mm -hmm. and he knew where bodies were could show up take pictures and he had supposedly like access because he had um a press pass yep for going into those areas which is so crazy so he had such a big upper hand for like knowing he he could adapt and learn from m mistakes and things they were finding yeah. and he could anticipate better that's one of those cases where having the press involved is so Insanely not beneficial. Bad. <laughs> it no. is not good because, and I find that often the case. I mean, you know, sometimes the police will try to use the press, like use the media for for assistance. But so many times, I find that it's the media's fault that cases take such a hard turn into shitsville. Oh, yeah. And also, it's like they're giving them, like... They're, they're giving away their, their plans and their clues and, like... Yes, and they're making... <laughs> they're giving those people potential, like, screen time, too. Which exactly. Which you know they love. And Ugh. that's so creepy. It's like, stop talking about them. Don't talk about them. Talk about, like, the victim, if mm -hmm. anything, and the families and how you can help them. Don't talk... Don't glorify the person. Ugh. So, yeah. Now that he dropped somebody in, like, the water, then they... <laughs> in the show which was really funny they were given like four weeks to just like stake out like good old-fashioned police work and like <laughs> hang out where like anywhere any um access was to the river where you could like 
potentially drop a body Mm -hmm. to see if he would do it again. And, um... They were just hanging out near bridges. Yep. And, uh... With, like, yeah, like, probably, like, five or six different surveillance teams or something. I think Mm -hmm. they said there were, like, four or five bridges that they chose. I don't remember. Um, but they heard a really loud splash one night. On May 22nd in 81. That must have been so weird. And then... Uh, the first automobile to exit the bridge after the splash at 2 a.m. belonged to Williams. Um, and when stopped in question, he told police that he was on his way to check on an address. Okay, this is at 2 a.m. In a neighboring town, so it's not even, like, nearby. Like, he's going to drive a bit. Um, ahead of an audition the following morning with a young singer named Cheryl Johnson. Um, which is just total bullshit. That's insane. Nobody does that. And it's not even like he's a big shot. And then what's even crazier is, like, you know, they look into the Cheryl Johnson. He's like, oh, it's either this number or that number. Both didn't check out. There's no Cheryl Johnson. So Mm -hmm. these are, like, crazy red flags. And, okay, it's nuts to me that he was that cocky to give them that that story. Like, that weird bullshit of a story. That's nuts. Wouldn't yeah. you just say I couldn't sleep? Just yeah, there's there like so many other things you could just be like, nah, I just felt like driving around. I'm not tired. Like, yeah. And then they were like, well, whatever. then later they went to his house because they had to let him go. And it was so infuriating. I don't know if this is true or not. I didn't look into this part, but they in the back of his car fibers. was a rope. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, these bodies have been strangled. This would be good. They didn't take it. The rookie cop that was there because they couldn't pay people a lot, so they were paying, like, intern cops. <laughs> he didn't take the rope, which is crazy. Uh, and then he it was gone the next day. So, of course, he got rid of it. But it's crazy to me he came up with this lie. Yeah. And then he said, like, oh, I didn't even take the call, so that's why I, you know – like didn't make sure like that's why i'm out here i had to check my mom took lives with his parents also to me a red flag but uh, yeah at his age i'd be like mm. uh-huh. but two days later after uh this event uh the body of nathaniel carter who was 27 washed up downstream from that mm-hmm. bridge and then same thing, died of asphyxia. Mm-hmm. Like, he was strangled. And then almost nearly a month following that event, uh, June 21st, the police were able to arrest Wayne Williams. And then he was arrested after it was found that his alibis didn't check out when he fade a po- failed a polygraph. Um, but hair and fibers from him, his family dogs, and his car were found on those two victims. Um, but mm-hmm. those were both adults. Yeah, so, Jimmy Ray Payne was the other one. Yeah, he, they found yeah all the same. Is in the show is nasty green carpet like everywhere. Um, yeah, and then he yeah, had the dog hair and oh, it's just so it's so weird. It's just so weird to me. I'm so stunned that he was able to overpower two, not adults. at the same time, but adults. Because he's not a big guy. No, he's a very slight man. I mean, he's like a little pudgy, or at least he was in mm-hmm. the and like, Yeah, he's like a pudgy Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a big guy, though. He's not... Uh-uh. I don't know. So he was really cutting, though, because he, like, um, he then used the media in his favor, mm-hmm. which I thought was gnarly, because it became, like, a huge spectacle um, that, you know, people have been wanting to catch somebody... 
for all these kids, and now they supposedly have, and there's, like, tons of media outside of his house, and he <laughs> he uses it to his advantage, at least in the show. I read about it. It sounds like this really did happen. Mm-hmm. He left the house and created a diversion and took, like, a whole entire, entire like, 10 or 12 vehicles, at least in the show, that followed him over to the mayor's house to be like, look, is this what you want? Like, you're doing this to me. And then meanwhile, his dad snuck out the back and then tried to get plane tickets to get out of the country. (laughs) Not good. Red flag. That doesn't doesn't look good for you, man. (laughs) Doesn't look good. Which is so smart to me. Like, and still smart, though, like, to even try to do that. So many serial killers that I've read about, like, some of them just, like, are totally, like, crazy gone. And they're just, like, killing peeps. But, like, he was, like, that was, the, you know, what's crazy, too, is do you think his parents thought he, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, about how, about his parents. I think they were, like, because some parents are, like, I'll protect my kid no matter what. And then other parents are, like, you gotta pay for what you've done like you know i've raised you better than that or whatever and then do you remember in the show one of the main characters asked a like rookie to go through all of the files that he had on um cases that had similar uh what did he ask him for i guess it was like similar no he asked for cases that had to do with these two like abandoned buildings that a lot of the bodies were found in. And then he did. And then they like insinuated that a 60s, a guy in his 60s was seen at all of these sites. Right. Like they alluded to the fact that maybe he was just getting the kids and his dad was also like a part of it. Mm, that is possible. Do you know how creepy that would be if they were yeah. doing it together? Would not be the first time I've heard about serial killer right? family things going. So, down. like, is that how you took that? Because it was like, uh, well, I just and then it was remember like they said weird... if that's true, then there, then like the number of people would be like in the hundreds, Ugh. because people who were associated with somebody who was older, mm-hmm. and like cases that were more, um, I think involved like rape, and his description like of the dad i don't know they basically just said like hey looks like his dad might have been in on it too and because he fits the bill and he was always seen at these buildings and creepy bill (laughs) i don't know i mean it's possible i i don't remember that specifically i think i just thought that was like one of those dead-end leads that they had but now that you say it that actually makes a lot of sense so all i know is that the fbi profiler decided that the many failures that Williams, the guy, uh, experienced in his life, like moving from job to job, freelance photography, his career never took off. He was, you know, well-spoken and articulate, but he may have felt that his life was out of control. So, like, murdering made him feel more in control. But I... I don't know. I don't know if he was alone or if just the lack of evidence kind of maybe could mean that he was perhaps innocent of the child murders. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, he hung out with them, though. So, like, he hung out with all the kids. Yeah, so because he had Uh, that, like, I want to be, like, a a producer to, like, an upcoming artist, he had kids constantly in this 
studio that he rented with his dad's money and the guy who rented it to him when they interviewed him said like yeah like the kids never really sing in there though he just talks to them for like a couple hours Mm. which is weird that's not what you would be doing no definitely he's luring kids in there under the premise that they're going to become famous and then they just talk it's weird it's really weird it's oh it's so creepy there's also the issue so the case was actually reopened months before mindhunter released this episode or this season but uh the filmmakers while they were doing uh mindhunter they revealed that the georgia bureau of investigation had suppressed tape-recorded evidence which implicated a member of the of the KKK in the murders. But, and as it's discussed in the movie, or the show, in an effort to prevent racial strife, the GBI, the Georgia Bureau, uh, kept this information under wraps because it was obviously a very tumultuous time. And, I mean, shit, it still is. But Williams's lawyer would refer to his arrest as a scapegoat. So... I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's hard because there's there's a lot of damning evidence to implicate him. And then there's also a lot of missing evidence about the kids. So, so I don't know. But a it lot of the well, families of the victims, they don't, a lot of the families don't think that he did it. I, I think he did. I really do. I don't know. It says... During the two-month trial, prosecutors matched 19 different sources of fibers from William's home and car, his bedspread, bathroom gloves, clothes, carpets, dog, and an unusual tri-lobal carpet fiber to a number of the victims. Mm -hmm. Other evidence included eyewitness testimony placing Williams with several victims while they were alive and inconsistencies in his accounts of his whereabouts. Williams took the stand in his own defense, which is not a good idea because he became angry <sighs> and combative. Yeah, he had, like, uh, a weird short fuse. Yeah, he would, they described him in the show as being, like, very sweet and meek, but there was, like, a dark side to him that mm-hmm. you could get out sometimes, and it was really scary. Um, it took them only 12 hours to fi- get a verdict. They found him guilty um, of the two adults that we talked about and he was sentenced to life um i just, think he's given two life sentences oh maybe mm-hmm. yeah he's ugh, not good for him he's been denied appeal um yeah it says in 2010 dna forensics which didn't exist in 1981 but they were still gathered all of like you know those hairs and fibers and everything thank god it gave a 98 percent probability that two hairs found on the body of an 11 year old victim did belong to williams so i mean that's pretty good probability i mean it's just yeah the problem is there's no like really when is evidence ever truly concrete in a lot of these cases but it's still i don't know there's also a recent report of a guy like a guy gives an interview he claims that he escaped wayne williams as a child so wow yeah i haven't watched it yet interesting what the guy who is one of the characters in the show that wrote the book mindhunter Mm -hmm. he said in his opinion forensic and behavioral evidence points conclusively to him Mm -hmm. um for at least 11 of the young men in atlanta but Mm -hmm. he also believed that there's no strong evidence linking him to all of them yeah there might be just a couple of murders bunch of creeps or maybe it was the kkk thought like hey we can get in on this and kill more people and pin it on this guy 
Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, I would... I, if you're horrible and that... Yeah. And a KKK member, I guess I could see that being, like, a great opportunity for them, which is horrible. Yeah. Uh, the mother, Catherine Leach, uh, the mother of Curtis Walker. So I believe she was the woman that, that they kind of focus on in the show. Um, she does not believe uh, that it was Wayne Williams. She thinks, hmm. she believes that it was the KKK. And the thing is, it's very possible... Like you said, that some of the murders were murders, not murderers. Well, some of the murderers <laughs> were KKK, and the other ones, the other one was him. That's what I think. I think he's. It was a shitty time. Started this and got away with it for a while because kids thought they could trust him by going into his studio, and it seemed legit. And he probably paid him to go and like meet with them or whatever, and. He probably killed, like, a decent amount of kids doing yeah. that. And then I think either maybe after the first few, then, like, the KKK thought, like, let's, we can do this, too. Or, like, hey, let's, who knows? Maybe the KKK thought it was another member doing it somewhere. Yeah. Or just, you know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of, if if there's copycat serial killers, like, I mean, that's kind of what they would be doing then. Mm-hmm. They're. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's a stretch to say that people in the KKK are serial killers. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's so <laughs> probably uh, a pretty safe assumption. Yeah, I don't think anyone will argue that they're not. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that they don't have that those those feelings and thoughts. That right. Be, um... <laughs> but um, I was reading that it was earlier this year that the Atlanta police decided to reopen the case and test new evidence because they have boxes filled with evidence and some of which has never been tested. Um, so the so mayor... crazy. Like, Pete... Do they just not have any funding? I don't understand. Like, the other aspect that was really annoying is it was an election year. So it's like... They had to sweep it under the rug and people pretend like People wanted to hurry done. up and get yeah. somebody to, like, blame it on so then they can be known as the guy who caught the dude mm-hmm. when they're going into campaign. Yep. They look great. Yep. Like, hey, this guy kept our city safe. He caught them. But it made them, it just sucks. I hate it. The mayor and the police chief are convinced that the new technology, the DNA technology that we have, will erase any, this is a quote, will erase any lingering doubt about who killed the children. And they just want to show that they're finishing this. God, I wonder if it's another election year. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, because it's the mayor. I'm curious. Well, I just can't, like, if you were running for mayor or to be reelected for mayor why wouldn't you take the route of hey i know y'all think i'm going to like lie to you and just pick somebody to be the scapegoat for this but instead i'm actually going to try to catch the person and i might not have someone by the time i get elected if i do but wouldn't you want to vote for the person that's being honest about it Right. Like, hey, I might not catch them, but I'm going to actually try to catch the real person. Yeah. I'd be like, I would rather vote for you. At least you're being honest. He scares me. I'm not surprised he he targeted kids. Oh, yeah. Creepy. He had a weird juvenile way of Like he was talking. trying to relive his youth as yeah. like a failed adult. <laughs> uh-huh. It's always so weird, too, how like 
like egotistical a lot of these like serial killers are well yeah because they always think they're smarter than the cops oh yeah some of them are <laughs> but yeah the, some have not been caught i'm sure like who knows it's not a weird thought like how many serial killers have lived and died never caught uh it makes me want to just go hide <laughs> somewhere let's away. go find them no hide <laughs> away from lots of people the mountains or something no, they probably live in the mountains. Mm. Log cabin, that's where serial killers live. No way, man. They hide in plain sight. They got to live near their their prey. Oh, scary people live in cabins in the woods all alone. No. It's like deliverance, dude. No, well, that's <laughs> different. Is it? I think it's different. I think serial killers live close to people in big cities like L.A. and New York mm. because people die here. All the time. In fact, holy crap, a couple days ago, two dead folks were found, two dead guys were found on the beach, like, where Sean and I go walking every week. Whoa. Yeah, they were, like, under, they don't know, they don't know, they haven't released any more information, but they were under a sleeping bag, so people just thought they were sleeping, and (sighs) no, they were dead. They were right near the dog park that I always go and visit, and... Visit all the doggies. It was like a weird suicide a pact. I don't know, man. It's so creepy. It's on my Interesting. beach. Interesting. You gotta send me a link to that. It's creepers. Weird. How old were they? Uh, let's see. Creepers. Oh, I want to know so much more now. That would be weird to discover. Yeah. yeah you'd, you'd assume they're just sleeping or drunk or i don't know yeah and that's the thing a lot of people like a lot of long the esplanade is like this little walking path that people take like to and from like their houses to the bars on the pier um and so i mean i've taken a snooze (laughs) stumbling back so people thought you were uh dead on the beach (laughs) probably anyone kick you (laughs) i definitely felt dead um says the cause of death was not known there's no obvious signs of trauma suicide pact said one leg was kind of bent so it looked like he was just laying there when i saw him but when i got closer the guy was covered on the other side Uh, appeared to be in his 30s had a beard and wore a red and black plaid shirt Mm. Mm. were they was there a meteor (laughs) They're going to go live in the tail of it. Oh, Heaven's God. Gate. I was like, wait, I don't get... Oh. I don't get it. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I don't know. There's no more information. You Apparently, should go there. I've been... We've been to the beach since then. Hmm. Crime scene. Go get a Sherlock Holmes outfit and just stand there. With <laughs> a magnifying glass and a hat. It's too hot. <laughs> too hot it's like 90 degrees in here just wear the shoulder thing the hat and like shorts and a tank top (laughs) (laughs) worst sherlock holmes ever (laughs) yeah i don't know maybe maybe we have a serial killer in the beach town interesting i feel like there hasn't been one in a while it's because they know they'll get caught you think because there's security cameras everyone's got a cell phone everyone's cell phone's got gps on Mm. it people are just like crazy psycho mass shooters now oh it's so sick oh there's so much crazy yuckiness happening i don't like it i don't either i would 
I don't want either, but I would rather a serial killer. At least I feel like you can maybe stop them before they kill a ton of people. I don't know. Neither is good. I was going to say you still have to sacrifice a few to latch onto their clues. Uh, I feel like you have like maybe a fighting chance with a serial killer. Yeah. Right? I feel like you'd have more of a fighting chance with a serial killer. Yeah. Because it helps that a lot of them have like weird like setups to what they need to do before they kill you do you know what i mean i feel Mm -hmm. like it's not just like hey i'm gonna walk in and shoot you that's not like a typical serial killer way it's like i'm gonna come in i'll probably tie you up i'll probably like stalk you for a bit yeah you know yeah no it's horrible it's not much better if that see this is why i feel like you have a far away from everyone because they only target people in big cities Maybe we should just get, like, a spaceship. Underground compound. Done and done. (laughs) Or I'll live in a submarine. (laughs) You know what? All I wanted in life is just to have the Swiss Family Robinson house and me living in it. The the classic one from, like, the 60s, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about any other new one. I don't know. I don't know either. But I'm just, I'm thinking of that. That's all there is. And the old Dr. Doolittle movie where they live in the giant snail shell, which is one of my other favorites. (laughs) I love that movie. You can have that. I get Swiss Family Robinson out. I love that giant snail. He was awesome. He was so cute. I'll ride my giant snail to come visit you. In Yay! Super awesome you'll, house. You'll, you'll surf over the ocean in it. No, they go underwater. And you get oh, to stay really? inside the snail. It's so cool. Oh, that's horrifying. I don't want any part of that. Oh, I do. I want above ground in a tree. Well, no, I just, you know, snail and I will come visit. Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and then and then we'll play the piano and sing songs. <laughs> and eat coconuts. It's the best idea ever. Okay, that's what we'll do. I'm on board for this. The only thing I didn't like about the house... <laughs> what? I didn't enjoy... Because I loved everything about that house. That every room was open. I want the option mm. to close it so at night I can keep the bugs out of definitely need mosquito netting that's gotta that's gotta happen because you and i will Mm. both be oh become one giant bite i know (laughs) i think i think i'm definitely allergic to mosquito not allergic me too i'm still itching ones from last week that's how i was when i got home it's awful oh so terrible i had some that were just they looked like giant they looked like I don't know, like a five-inch pimple on my leg. And I'm like, this is... Mm-hmm. Like, there was a giant red welt around my leg. And I'm like, God, I have Zika. I know it. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. We both do. We both have Zika. <laughs> the Zika podcast. <laughs> what else What else do mosquitoes carry? I have all uh, of it. Malaria? Oh. I probably don't have that. Swine flu? I don't know. <laughs> Jaundice, just name things. <laughs> Lockjaw, rabies, really. <laughs> mosquitoes are jerks. Is it true that if a mosquito bites you and you like squoosh your arm, they'll explode? Is that Ew! A thing? I don't know. I forgot about that. <sighs> My brother told me that once. Apparently, they bring yellow fever, dengue fever. West Nile, duh, we're idiots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially yep, considering yep. that that shit's all over the United States now. Thanks, West Nile. Rude. A uh, bunch of different encephalitis, which is great. 
just great. Which one's that? Um, well, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of different encep- encephalitis. Encephalitis. Encep- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you have it. <laughs> I know, I might have it. Slurred speech. It's encephalitis. <laughs> Isn't that an infection of the brain? Like swelling? I used to know what this was. I don't uh, anymore. We'll go with yes. We'll go with You're that. Correct. Cool. We don't look things I up. know things. Harrison's probably scrunching his face up and slapping his forehead right now. Sorry, buddy. Encephalitis. That reminds me of en- Snuffleupagus. <laughs> <laughs> Do they carry that? I want it. Snuffy. He actually scared me as a kid. <gasps> Why? He, oh, his I big eyeballs them. scared me. They reminded me oh. of ET eyeballs. And a beautiful nose. He did have a and great he was nose, though. Fluffy, and he. Oh. But they were like the same. Dude, my brain did not make that connection. They don't look the same to me because ET scares me more. He than reminded all me of ET. A few weeks ago, my mom and I were in the attic, <laughs> oh, and. We were looking for things for Esme that were mine, and she found E.T., and she was so excited. And I no, was, I, you have an E.T. at your house? He's buried in the darkest of corners. I won't touch him. I really don't Why like Why is he about in him. your house? That's not okay. No, not mine. Their house. I don't care. Attic. Why is he in any house? Because I don't want to touch him to get rid of him. Why do you want to keep him at all? I don't. He scares me. I just want him gone, and I don't want to touch him. And no one else will get rid of him for me, because they like him. Why do they like him? I don't know. Oh, she's like, look, isn't he cute? And I was like, I felt like falling off the ladder, because I was standing on it when she showed me, and I thought about it. <sighs> like, this is how I, I'm now okay with suicide. <laughs> E.T.'s weird. Like, I, if, Ugh. I am surprised by him like if something just like i flip a magazine page and it's like his face or i scroll through something and his face pops up it is so jarring and upsetting for me however if i know that he's going to come onto the screen or like i'm warned or something then i can kind of prepare myself and i don't don't like it like imagining him on a screen right now i don't like imagining (laughs) i don't know i don't like seeing him but at least i'm not like No, no. None of it. He doesn't okay. scare me. He makes me uh, full-blown, my body rejects it. <laughs> I get really I rigid. So, like, if I were standing on a ladder, I probably would have fallen. I don't like him. I don't get it. How do we get here? I hate him so much, dude. <laughs> I hate how he talks. I hate- Oh, his voice scares me. Oh. God, I hate oh. it. I don't like I don't it. like the noise that he makes when his feet hit the shh, ground. Shh, shh, stop. We're not talking about this anymore. You're freaking me out. Oh, getting- I want to... Oh. I'm in a dark room. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I would fuck that thing up, man. <laughs> I can't hear me. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I'd do. I don't. Because I don't want to touch it. But I... Oh, I don't want it to touch me. You know what I'm saying? What if you were barefoot and you couldn't run and you couldn't kick him? Oh, I don't know. I f- oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Oh, I don't know. Like, oh, I think I'd have to throw a blanket over it so then I could kill it. But then how do you kill it with a blanket over it? I'm not sure. 
I would just like drop a bunch of crap on it and then run away and make somebody else deal with it. No, I gotta know he's dead. Oh, I can't. I can't do it. I just don't. I, I don't want to hear him. Once I see it, it's dying. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn. I can't turn my back on that. I oh, can't turn no. my back on it. I can't turn my back on it. <laughs> I can't. Okay, then what? you can kill if him I for did, me, I can't He's do it. fast. I know he's fast. That's what scares me. No. He's fast. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Mm-mm. We gotta stop talking about it, because I'm in dark room, and I'm about to exit into another dark room. I'm already scared of the dark, so... This just makes my imagination go bananas. I, I think I would push him over. I think I would stand on his neck. Ugh. And Ew, it's like it. creepy extended neck. What? Yeah, I'd break it. Ooh, so gross. But oh. I have to be wearing shoes. I'd have to put shoes on. <laughs> I would need my boots. I don't want it just to be tennis shoes. They gotta be solid shoes. <sighs> they gotta be solid shoes. Oh. I don't like it. Talking about this makes me realize I don't have enough, like, weapons in the house. I only I'm thinking have, like, that, too. All I've got is a I baseball literally... bat and some Sean's golf clubs and mm-hmm. some knives. I'm, I was thinking in that moment, like, could you pick up the back of a toilet and kill him with it? You could Maybe. brain him. It's Probably. heavy. Can I swing fast enough? He's fast. Ooh, if he's got a blanket over him and he's on the ground, maybe. Mm. Hmm. I'm trying to think, like, I don't really have a lot like i guess i could take like a picture frame off the wall and like use the corner of it mm-hmm. stab Ugh. i don't know there's a lot there's a lot to think about here i would need uh i don't know i don't want to hear him i need the fight to be silent <laughs> so you're telling me you got to be wearing earbuds all the time Gotta have some sweet jams, some tasty jams. <laughs> yeah, really loud music. <laughs> I can't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need like walking on sunshine to be playing. <laughs> oh, I'd need some metal so that I can get really into it and destroy I don't know things. what I would need. Kind of soundtrack. I, don't know. Mm. I really, you know what I would need? I would need an air horn nonstop. I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> I don't know how that would even work. Would you like be playing, like pushing down on the air I just horn need while you whack away? A recording of that on loop. <laughs> on what speakers? All of them. Okay. <laughs> I need a panic button that makes my TV, like my car start and play it, like Your the car TV horn in the just garage, like, beep, beep, computer. Beep, beep. <laughs> I need everything at once to turn on and play that loop. Okay, I'll just have some music in my head, I, in my earbuds. I don't want to hear pu- that. Punky would kill it. He would definitely bark at it. He would distract it while yeah. you. Does he like dogs? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, there is a know. dog in that movie. The dog is Does kind of freaked kill him? out. No. Should. Does no. it hurt him? No. It That's just gets stupid. scared of him, I think. But dog should hurt him. Yeah. But the dog but Punky would distract him while you put on shoes, at least. Yeah. Punky's very distracting and yeah, angry so is and Reggie. Mean. They would distract. <laughs> Ew. 
Okay. Thank God that movie's not being redone because then people would dress up like it for Halloween. I still see it. Really? Because people are into the 80s stuff right now. So, like. If I see that. No. Death. I'll have to go a different direction. <laughs> I'm not going that direction. Oh. Are we spinning the wheel? Or did we decide we were going to do Yeah, we'll do the other one. Yeah? What's what are we doing? I forgot. It's the Battle of LA. Is that what we're doing? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Battle of LA and also the Dancing Plague. <laughs> yeah, why not? We can do a mini on the Dancing Plague. So I remember not being a ton. I think. Mm. And then Battle of L.A. Okay, yeah? so... Is that right? Erica gave us a different Erica, not Erica that's the co-host. I don't know Erica's <laughs> last name. We're not going to give her her last name. That's weird. A beautiful, amazing <laughs> listener of ours, Erica, gave us a suggestion of the dancing plague of some year that is old, which we're really excited about. <laughs> and then... <laughs> oh, and, and then she gave us this one, actually. Um, the Lake... How do you say this? N-Y-O-S? Nios Incident? What is that? On August 21st, when the most bizarre disasters in history unfolded overnight, 1,746 people and thousands of cattle living nearby died within moments. Oh, what? I don't like that at all. Those were her topics. I say we do those two, since she gave them both. Okay, then I guess we will save the other one. Yeah, because I want to watch some stuff. Okay, fine. We won't do... I'm going to know more than I need to about Battle of L.A. Okay, so sorry. We'll do Battle of L.A. next, next. <laughs> <laughs> next, next. We'll do it the next, next time. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sweaty. I need to get Me out too. of this room. I'm gonna die. Cool. So Dancing Plague and the... Nios. <laughs> Whatever when is. you if you out if, wait if I outlive you I'm gonna have a <laughs> ET incorporated. What? Repeat what you just said. I'm gonna incorporate ET with it. It's the only time that I'll do it because it won't make me laugh. Wait, if what? If you At your funeral. Oh. <laughs> Lover of ET. I hate you. <laughs> And then I'll make sure that everybody has a secret E.T. stuffed animal thing, and then they'll hand them all to you at the end. I'll have a package arrive. (laughs) And then I'll die. (laughs) That'll be great. (laughs) Then our ghosts will haunt together. (laughs) Uh, Dude, if my ghost form can at will take the form of E.T., I would, I'll just kill people left and right showing up like that. And everybody will hate E.T. <laughs> As they should. <laughs> well, oh, no, baby, baby woke up. Oh, okay, no, time go, to go save baby. All right, join us next week. This is the Night Guys Podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. Okay, bye. bye.